You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, all right, everyone, and welcome to Drinks with Johnny. Coming to you on a Friday with a very special episode for you guys. I'm joined, of course, of course by Brandon Lombardo, co-host of the show and director, uh, graphic designer, man of all traits, and his good friend and local to the Pittsburgh area comedian, Matt Light. How are you doing today? Hey, man, I am so excited to be on here, man. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I had a had a good day of getting some Christmas shopping done. Uh, I had some lunch, had some good sushi and some wine. I'm feeling great right now, you know. It's, sushi it's and wine day. together. White wine, of course. Okay, I back it. White. You got. You're not gonna have fish with red. That's 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 very that's very much a faux pas. But white wine with sushi, absolutely acceptable. Fair enough. I want to step back though. We gotta give Matt some accolades. He's not just a Pittsburgh comedian. He was Pittsburgh's best comedian, voted that like 10 years in a row or something. Okay. How many how many yep. years was it? I don't know. I mean, it's like it was four, but it's one of those like bringer things where it's just like whoever's got the most friends always wins. Like the guy who won this year uh, doesn't even do stand up comedy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, then how you the know, fuck did he win? I don't get I don't get that. He just had a bunch of friends and then they voted for him and then he won. And then he, uh, I found out he was on a show and, you know, like we're all wrestling fans and I like to play like a heel gimmick. So I found out he was on the show and they asked me to headline it and, uh, he did his 15 before me. And then I did my 40 minutes after him and just buried him, just shitting on him for 40 minutes about like, this was your best comedian Pittsburgh and just roasted him completely. It was a good time, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I mean, like you get it, like in your industry and and with ours and wrestling, it's kind of all the same. Like we all want to be one of the one of the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as every time we talk to someone from like, it's all under the entertainment bubble, right? Music. Yeah. You know, all, you know, all of all of them. But yeah, you know, I met a lot of comedians now, and they're like, "Oh, I wish I could do what you do." And I'm like, "Fuck, but I I, I don't care about what I do. I want to be able to do what you do." You know, like that. <laughs> It's just funny that because that's that's how it always is sports as well. You know, it's just it's a funny thing though, man. So four years running, you you were the the Pittsburgh's best comedian, four, and then four, some and, four, then, and then some asshole came out and was like, "I just got a lot of friends." Sounds very political. Yeah, I mean that's how most of the awards work, anyways. I mean I don't really care <laughs> about them. It's just more so for me, like anytime I have an opportunity to perform in front of people, you know, that that's what I care about. So it doesn't matter whether they think, you know, this guy's voted the best or not. It's like who puts asses in seats. 
And this dude had like six people at his show, so. Well, speaking of putting asses in the seats, though, I did hear from uh, our friend over here, our mutual friend over here, Brando. You're uh, playing your biggest uh, headlining gig coming up here um, in the Pittsburgh area. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that and, and, and put, see if we could get a couple more asses stuck in there. Man, I would love that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm the first uh, comedian from Pittsburgh to headline Stage AE. Uh, it's a local venue. It holds about, for us, uh, 1,300 people for a music situation, like 5,500. But uh, it's in between Hinesfield and PNC Park. So, oh, shit. Uh, it, yeah, man, it's awesome because it's, uh, it's a local venue. It's a venue that we've all loved in the city. And it being my last show in Pittsburgh before I move, I was like, this is the place that I want to, you know, end it all and then move on and, and travel and go above that. But yeah, man, it's exciting. Dude, so you said you're going to, this is your last show before you move out of, out of the Pittsburgh area. Where are you going? I am moving to Dallas, Texas. Any particular reason? Yeah. Uh, girlfriend. She's the boss. So whatever <laughs> she, she says goes, uh, which is, it's good for me. I mean, you were traveling. You know, Fort Worth, you can get to anywhere from there. Uh, it's three hours away from Austin. And over the last three years, Austin is absolutely thriving as far as the comedy scene is going. Oh, so yeah. for me, man, like I, I think it's the next big step. I feel like in Pittsburgh, I've done everything I could and I'm kind of getting really comfortable. And once you get that level of comfort, it's sink or swim. And I'm like, I just got to branch out and, and, and be scared a little bit, you know? No, that's cool. That's and, and yeah, you're right, man. The Austin uh, uh, scene for comedy has just blown up over the last few years. It's been it's been really cool. I've met a lot of uh, comedians that have come right here on this show, just going doing tours through there. And then, of course, you have you know guys like Joe Rogan making it famous out there too. So it's, uh, it's oh yeah, it's a good spot for comedy right now. I was just there. Unfortunately, I, I had a show of my own, so I couldn't get out. But I did get what's that barbecue place? Why am I drawing a blank on it? Like. Joe Rogan's like favorite place, Mr. Pete's Beats, Deets, some shit. If you don't know, then yeah. it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's then I gotta find it out. out yeah, <laughs> I forget the name Dude, of it. Texas Someone's barbecue. Fucking, yeah, Texas, Texas barbecue is the best barbecue. It's fucking sick. It's the best barbecue by far. Oh yeah, I've had Texas some pretty good barbecue so. in Mississippi, Biloxi. I've had some pretty good barbecue there. So when you like barbecue, are you a spicy, tangy, like what, what type of barbecue? Cause I'm a pussy. I don't like spicy shit. Ooh. I have to completely go sweet barbecue. I'm Sweet's sweet. good. I, I like the bold man, like that bold tangy of, of Texas, the peppery yeah. a little bit. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. I think, I think I tend to lean more towards what Brando just said there, but I do fuck with the spicy too. It's just, it, it can't yeah. be all spicy. I like a little bit of the spicy and a little bit of the bold. And I, I like, yeah. Going back and forth a little bit. I'm so scared of getting like super famous one day and ending up on hot ones and having to do that that chart because I feel like after the first one, wait, wait you're I'm scared like, yeah. of that? Yeah, dude, I hate fucking spicy food. Like, well, I first of all, you have to get famous. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, I ain't even on that level yet. The homeboy ain't calling me to go on hot ones. <laughs> How far do you think you could go? Could you go the whole way? It, it really depends on, on I've done shit like that before. So yeah. Yeah. And I've done it for le way less money. I've, 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 <laughs> I, I've gone down that path when I was a kid, you know, and I don't know. I think I could do, I could do well if I put my mind to it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I would have to know, like I'm going all the way in and it's going to suck for a few days after. 
Cause you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's the other part yeah. they don't talk about on hot ones. It's like, I know they're only having small amounts of it and they're fucking sweating everything. I don't care how little, like that's going to fuck your stomach up for at least another day, at least another Has day, to. minimum. You're going to shit lava. You yeah. have to. Yeah. So yeah. You've seen like, that like they're, they're the hot chip. You know, you see Beyonce on there she's all hot and fucking awesome. And like, it's a great, great chat and everything. But in the back of my mind, I'm going like, ah, it's going to hurt tomorrow. You know? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Have you seen the, the, the hot chip, like the hot chip challenge? I have. Could you do it? And, and choke a shit ton like all the people who do it yeah for sure like what do you mean can i do it and just like stand there stoically probably not <laughs> let's try it we should try it like i'm gonna we'll get one for a next like a future episode and we'll try this <laughs> well you had uh you had one of the guys from jackass on recently didn't you uh we just recorded it actually um it hasn't released yet but we did okay have- uh, one of the newer guys that, that was just in the last movie, Zach. Uh, okay. Uh, Zach Holmes, who's known as Zachass now. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he stole the show at that one. He did everything on that last movie. Uh, fun fact, did you know I almost was going to be in that movie? No, I didn't. Yeah. Were, were you, so were you I, at going for the same part? I'm assuming <laughs> so. I'm assuming so. Uh, definitely not a stunt double, but... Uh, <laughs> Not many can I, be a stunt devil. Uh, he yeah, doesn't need a stunt devil, man. He's doing it. <laughs> he's crushing it. Yeah, I'd have to eat a lot more at Hot Ones to get up to him. Uh, but no, my uh, my buddy Preston Lacey uh, is one of the guys in Jackass. And when they were filming it in 2019 and 2020, I was supposed to go up to Westchester with them and kind of meet everybody. And then COVID hit. And also they were in Westchester because of BAM. Well, when they booted bam out they moved everything over to la i never got the call because of that and so i'm kind of glad because i probably would have been dead if i ever did any of those stunts <laughs> but uh it's like I, I felt like watching the movie and it's like at the end of dodgeball when you see ben stiller all fat and he's like i could have uh, done that fucking chuck norris fucking chuck norris i love that the, <laughs> Such the, a good point. the whole yeah so the whole movie watching the new jackass i'm like i'd have done that fucking better i'd have done that but <laughs> Push comes to shove. It it wasn't for me. Do you do stunts? I mean, like now I have to like, do you ever do those kinds of stunts? Uh, something like that. So like I used to tour with a lot of WWE guys. I toured with Rob Van Dam for stand up, and he brought me on tour because at the end of my shows, I would do something goofy. Like I did a wrestling stunner to the, the manager, the improv. I went off like a 10 foot ladder and elbow dropped a dude through a table. Sick. And yeah. And he was like, dude, you want to go on tour? And I was like, yeah. So I went on tour with him. Uh, and then I opened up for Preston and I showed Preston the video and uh, I did uh rough and rowdy with Barstool and we did like the main event and it was me versus one of the Barstool guys. This dude I went up against was like six foot fucking six, like 80 pounds heavier than me. <laughs> fucking put me to sleep in 18 seconds. <laughs> one, one punch. I'm just like this. <laughs> I got blasted. And I was like, ah, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I've you, tried. You try. Hey, you gave it the old college try. That, that that's better mm-hmm. than nothing, right? What are you that's drinking right. on there, mate? I am drinking icy light beer. Uh, it's a Pittsburgh brewery beer, and this is a special can. It actually has me on it. Oh, what? So if you look close, yeah, man, they uh, they just uh, announced uh, last month that they're going to put me on all the pounder cans throughout the winter season. So if you are in Pittsburgh or anywhere that carries icy light beer. 
Oh, you get to see this ugly fucking face on it. So it's and pretty exciting. And a nice little Christmas sweater on there, too. Yeah, for the ugly sweater party, man. So yeah. that's all, all together. Yeah, I, they said I was the first non-athlete uh to get on that can usually it's like steelers or pirates know, you just told shit. me you were dropping from a 10-foot ladder I, <laughs> that, I mean that's that's athletic that's more sports than most people would think you know so that's what i was offended i was like listen i'm a fucking athlete bro okay yeah yeah <laughs> i saw that's your training saw. videos dude you were knocking those dildos pretty good <laughs> oh yeah i did the, i did the dildo in my I, I no listen johnny i had a so, like, the whole thing that's Barstool, it's like a joke. Like, if you want to watch real boxing, you watch Showtime and HBO. Right. And, like, I wanted to make it funny because I thought Barstool was going to sign me afterwards. They just wanted somebody to beat the shit out of, and I didn't know that. Ah. So, I'm making all these promo videos. I got this, like, 96 Olympic tracksuit, literally the same one Kurt Angle had on. And I'm doing the footwork, and I'm, I'm boxing, and you're panning up, but you don't see what I'm hitting. Instead of a speed bag, I had a suction dildo on my refrigerator <laughs> that I was bobbing and weaving. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm, man, just I'm, I'm just happy that you had had that lying around the house when you were ready to make that video. Oh yeah, dude! I didn't buy it just for that. I've had that for <laughs> months. Dude. Just just smacking hammers at the lighthouse household. <laughs> at the lighthouse, you can use that. That's great. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. I oh, would yeah, use that man. all the time. Go back to the, the lighthouse. lighthouse. Go back to the lighthouse. I like it. Yeah, we got to be quiet. You might wake up my parents, though. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe it doesn't sound as cool when you say that. <laughs> nah, that's that's why I call my roommates. It's way cooler. Yeah, yeah. Like, was that Grandma's boy? Oh, I got. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. <it's> <laughs> fucking awesome. Such a great movie. Fantastic, fantastic. man. So. Uh, real quick, uh, let's talk a little bit about your comedy and this uh, this show you got coming up. What uh, what kind of comedy are you are you spitting these days, Matt? And where did you come from? Like, what what's someone who's never who's not familiar with you? Rather, what what can they expect from your comedy? Yeah, man. Uh, if you've been watching a lot of TikTok or any you know, uh, YouTube videos recently, the big thing everyone is doing now it seems to be like is crowd work. Um, which I've been doing since probably 16 years. And like, for me, it's like frustrating. Cause it's like, you see a lot of these dudes doing crowd work and it's like, Hey, where are you from? What do your, what do your parents do for a living? It's just like very corny shit, but I've been doing crowd work for years. I love roasting the audience, making fun of them, observational, you know, growing up poor, you know, pretty much everything I failed at, I get to talk about on stage. Um, so I like that, you know, I like more of a, relatable thing i'm not a one-liner guy like anthony jeselnik i mean he's a, a great writer he's a beast i could never do that i'm more of a observational crowd work in your face comic okay i like that kind yeah. of I, I i like all yeah. comedy but like it's funny when you when you talk to other comedians there's obvious zip, different subgenres within stand-up comedy yeah course, just like anything else uh the past you know the the the, the average fan may not see the difference right away but like you, you yeah know the difference and it's so funny that you bring that up because I always like, so like I'll do college. I used to do colleges up until 2020 and like, they would just book through my agency without looking it up. They just were like, Oh, comedian, we're going to book him. And like when they would have me go to like an all women's school, like I had to do like Simmons college in Boston. I was like, yeah, I don't think you want this there. You know what I mean? It's weird because what you mentioned with, with comedy, it's so much different than music where 
if you're going to go see your band or you're going to go see music, you're like, what type of genre is this? You know what I mean? You've never gone to a concert, but man, I hope they play some fucking jazz tonight. You know what I mean? And have no idea what's going Without on. Without having any research behind it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they think comedy is the same way. So like people do get offended at my shows and it's just like, Hey man, like might not be your thing, you know? Okay. Well, when you're going to these all girl colleges though, how much fun are you having? Is this where you met your girlfriend that you're moving out to, uh, to, to Dallas with? I mean, no, do you think a girl would be that fucking smart to want to date me? <laughs> like, no, like, I, I, ah, the high I'm not school getting party a college train. girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Daycare is a light. No, so I, uh, well, the thing is, is like when you do these like women colleges, like. So when you do college shows, there's always a set of rules, right? Okay. And you don't get them until, I mean, you don't get them until you're there. So there's a list and there's a lot of the, you don't talk about this, don't talk about that, which is fine. And then one of the, one of the things that I knew this was going to be a disaster show as I go, is there anything else you don't want me to do? And she's like, yeah, when you address the crowd, don't say, Hey guys. And I was like, why not? They're like, well, cause it's an all women's school. And I was like, all right, well, what if I'm like, what's going on, ladies? And I said it like jokingly. And she's like, oh my God, you can't do that either. So what are you, <laughs> not, how are you supposed to address him? Yeah. I said, so, so Big why else? not? Yeah. She's like, well, some of the students here don't identify as women. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so but how did the fuck did before? Well, no. How do you get into an all women's school then? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's a fair point. Like, like, isn't that the number one requirement to begin with? And then the grades? See, this is this is all the, the new frontier uh, 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 of integration of uh, of non-binary uh, uh, whatever titles and stuff. Because yeah. you bring up a good point there. And also, the other part of it is like, yeah, you identify that way, but you've been in a crowd, right, with men and women in it. And right. And it's always you guys, not as in you men. It's yeah. This is a gathering. Yeah. Guys means a gathering at this point in, in, in our vernacular. 100%. And when I did the show, I immediately was like, hey, guys, just, <laughs> just because. And so the way that these shows work. Wait, is wait, wait. I got to ask, though, before you go further, because I, I see where you're going with that. But before you go further on that, I got to stop you. What was the reaction like, though, when you said, hey, guys, was it because was it what she was worried about? Or was it like, oh, there was just this one chick that was worried about how they would take it? Well, well, we're getting there. Okay. So sorry, sorry. When I, I'll let you no, go. you're good. You're good, man. So when I go, hey guys, you know, what happens is the administrator will take a step up each like time you do something offensive. If you get, if they get to the stage, the show is over, right? Mm. So I said, hey guys, and everyone's cheering. She still took a step up, and I kept doing my regular routine. So now she's halfway there, and she's becoming a distraction because all the students are looking over, like, why is she there? And I mid show, I go, Hey, listen, here's the deal. She doesn't want me to talk about this, 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 and this. Is this okay with you guys? And I said, You guys again. And they all cheered. I was like, Awesome. At the count of three, we're going to tell her to sit the fuck down. <laughs> and then one, two, three, everyone at Simmons College goes, Sit the fuck down. <laughs> so she turns around, walks back, sits down. The show's over. She looks at me, she goes, You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> She gives me the check. She goes, but you're good. You were great. Thank you so much, but you're never coming back. And I was like, I don't want to come back. Fuck the Red Sox. Fuck Boston. 
fuck the Patriots. See you later. <laughs> and that was it. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. So you're a bit, yeah. I assume you're a big uh, Steelers fan then, being from Pittsburgh. Die hard, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I try big, to talk big. sports with your buddy over here every once in a while here on the show, and he's, he's got nothing for me. I'm like, he doesn't know shit about sports. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. It's, it's we actually. We work together, though, and do stuff for, like, a sports shop in Pittsburgh. So it's kind of yeah. Fun. Yeah. Matt always has to clue me in, though, because I have no fucking idea about anything sports related. Yeah, third and inches is his attempt of having sex. (laughs) (laughs) When he gets to fourth down, it's it's not good. No, no, no. It's definitely fourth and long shot. Fuck, man. He's only had sex once. Did you know that? And I I got a kid out of it, too. That's the only time he ever had sex. Congrats on the fucking, bro. Thanks, dude. It's amazing. (laughs) That would kind of suck, though, right? Like yeah. the, if you only had sex once and you got pregnant because you're like, fuck, every yeah. time I do this, I'm going to have kids. You might never right? do it again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You ruined sex for that. That's what, happened. that's what happened to Brandon. Pretty sure. Yeah. It's the worst. I hate it. It's either that or, or <laughs> Megan just won't let him touch her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of both. <laughs> I love Dude. it. So yeah. what, what, have- one more time, what's the date on the show that you got coming up? Uh, Saturday, December 16th, uh, I, I, doors are at six 30. Uh, it starts at eight 30. Okay, cool. And to my understanding, it's sold out, but then you guys opened up, uh, some, some last minute seating right now that people can go get. Yeah. We added two more rows in the, in the pit area and then the back area as well, because I didn't think it was going to sell this well. Uh, and it's been absolutely crushing. So yeah, it's sold out officially, but now Matt wants a little bit more money, so we're trying to cram everybody in there. Oh, well, you got to pay for a trip out to Dallas, man. I know. It's expensive, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive so city, everyone, man. and where can everyone go get some of those remaining uh, tickets? You can go to AXS.com, or you can just Google search Matt Light Ugly Sweater Party. And it'll be the first one to come up. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah, so, man. I've seen it's your good. tweets. Over since mm. Brandon started to follow, so, so 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 everyone knows we have drinks with Johnny social media accounts. I have one personal account on Instagram. Everything else is drinks with Johnny, and we all use it to post for the show and stuff. But we also follow people, and one of the people we follow is is yourself, and uh, you're pretty outspoken on Twitter. I will say, yeah, I have to spend seventy five bucks a month on tweetdelete.com uh, because <laughs> sometimes after a few. Tito's and Red Bulls. Uh, I, I go off pretty hard on some people. So I got to have it. that on my back deck. Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone else wants to see it, what's the, what's the handle there again? It's at Matt light, uh, not to be confused, which happens very often with the former left tackle for the new England Patriots. Mm. Um, people will tweet at me thinking that I am on the new England Patriots. And they're like, you know, can you believe this? And I just always quote tweet. I'm like, well, we fucking cheated, and Tom Brady is a fucking loser. I hate this team. <laughs> and what happens is when I do, when I notice that, I change my profile picture to his, because <laughs> what I've noticed is Boston media will retweet and be, oh my god, Matt Light has spoken out again against former former coworker, whatever. You've seen it actually, come Tom up Brady in the, in, in the press. Yes, yes, Dude, it's happened rad. three different times. Dude, so every time rad. they do, and then like, and as soon as like after like maybe two or three days, and it fizzles down, 
I just post my next ticket day link on on underneath to try and get people to come to my shit. That's great. That's marketing right there. That's fucking good marketing right there. I'll tell you. That's what I. That's that's funny though because it it it, it's brilliant for you, but it also proves the point of how fucking lazy people are to just read something on Twitter and take it and just be like, yeah, it's like, did you look at anything besides the fucking quote? Like, come on, just take. One one more step. Just one more step. Yeah. When you click on the profile and it says Pittsburgh comedian and there's only seven followers, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's not Matt Light. That's not- I'm not a Hall of Fame left tackle. <laughs> you know I mean? like, fine, dude. Oh, that's so good, though. I love it. But I mean, there's just so many different ways that I've used social media to manipulate it to make money. Like, I paid when Tinder got big. You know what was it like almost 10 years ago i paid the seven dollars to swipe as much as i could so when i went on tour i would say yes to everybody and i'd have them be- oh my god yeah come meet me at this show it's gonna be so much fun no. i wasn't on the ticket rob van dam was the headliner so everyone thought they were gonna meet up with me all i was doing was selling tickets to my own show to hit my bonuses and then i never talked to them that's both brilliant and fucked up at the same time. Yeah, I know. But like, listen, <laughs> listen, if you're trying to hook up with me, your life's already fucked up. You know what I mean? Like if you're already a match for Matt Light. Yeah. If you're you a one call close. Yeah. I think you'll be fine. You know, there's somebody you can give head out at Applebee's later on. I don't know. <laughs> Applebee's, man. Gotta That's love good. it. Best for head. It, it, dude, it's best I, for I head, think, uh, but if you want to get ass on tap, you know you're going to Chile's. Oh, uh, for sure, dude. Their apps are way better. <laughs> Duh. No, no, no. The ass on tap. That's what it's all about. Oh, uh, the ass on tap. <laughs> ass on tap. <laughs> dude. What, uh, what kind of shit do you have planned up for this show, Matt? Because I went to one of your shows probably last year, and I watched a guy almost die choking on a cucumber trying to deep throat it. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. That's yeah, my dad, work, dude. You you just described to all the people who are going to buy tickets. You're you're really good with crowd work. Not someone gagging on a fucking cucumber and nearly dying. Well, well, clearly he's not good at it. He almost fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't vet it. You didn't vet it first to see if he had a fucking gag reflex. He just said I got this and took it out of my hand <laughs> and took it fucking seven inches deep, and I was like, "All right, dude." <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, so what we used to do is the show was called The Dirt, and it was a dirty-themed comedy show. So like in between each comedian, each comedian did 15 minutes, and then in between, we would do games where we had like an air blowjob competition, or you'd have to like, mm. or you had to do an actual blowjob competition wait, wait, wait. with food. I'm, I'm confused. What's an air blowjob? Can you show me what an air blowjob is? Uh, so it depends. What would you like? Would you like the Olive Garden? More pepper, please? Or would you like the... <laughs> Would you like the, you know, the base and the, I mean, anything you want. Dude. I mean, Bukaki. Bukaki, just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love those spirit figures. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's, the, it's the Japanese art of dance, Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did that, actually. We did a dirty spelling bee, and uh, Bukaki actually was one of the words. So the word was behind them. You had to use them in a sentence. Uh, then when we brought up some creepy dude, he didn't know what his word was, and we just put it up behind him, and it just said pedophile, 
And I was like, yeah, dude, you don't even have to spell it. You win. <laughs> <laughs> did he have a mustache? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He had a mustache. <laughs> yeah, of course. With, he the, with the little soul patch. Oh, and that was it. Oh, was that, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a hard look. That's a hard yeah, look dude. to be okay yeah. with. Soul <laughs> patches are hysterical. Dude. <laughs> They're the fucking worst facial hair in the world. They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. And just a regular just goatee. I don't know. I think they're pretty funny mm. on like middle-aged dudes. Yeah. Just the goatee. Yeah. Maybe I would agree like 20 with you, years ago. But there is. Oh, yeah. But I mean, Stone Cold's got the best look though. And he rocked the what? goatee. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But everybody like, who does that thinks they're him. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, you're fat. You're Cold Stone Creamery. You're not fucking Cold Stone, Stone Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're not, like, you're not fucking Stone Cold. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so you're a wrestling fan, though. Die hard, man. I've been a wrestling fan since I was like three years old. Uh, my first wrestling event I went to was... SummerSlam 95. Uh, it was the ladder match with Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. Oh, epic. You Dude, so, that? yeah, man, it was the best. But I have, like, the worst story ever. So, like, probably the, the most significant, like, thing that ever happened in Pittsburgh was the Hell in a Cell in 1998 with uh, Undertaker and Mankind. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. It was on my birthday in Pittsburgh. My dad promised me he got us tickets, right? He doesn't get me tickets. I'm like, fuck, right? Like, we're going to have to watch it on pay-per-view. So he's like, all right, we'll get your friends to come over. We'll save some money. Uh, you know, so we all pitched up five bucks. First of all, my dad never needed to take $5 from nine-year-olds, right? <laughs> well, it gets worse because he had an illegal cable box. So, like, he wasn't even paying the $15 in the first place. And he just fucking took it. He took it. And then, dude, you know how those cheaters box works? They'd always flicker in and out. Mm. So that match, before he went through the cage, I never even saw it. Oh, oh damn. So, like, that was, like, the worst birthday ever. And I actually, I opened up for Mick Foley, like, three years ago, and I told that story. And he's like, I think we made up for it tonight. And I was, he was pretty cool. Because, like, you watch a guy like him and... He's like six five, terrifying looking, and he's the sweetest man on earth. Oh yeah, like he's he's the best man. But yeah, I mean, I've been watching wrestling forever, dude. I mean, my hero is. Uh, hold on a second, I'll grab him real quick. I'll grab him real quick. He's gonna go grab his hero, like he lives with him. <laughs> oh no way! <laughs> he's got a cardboard cutout Fuck of yeah. HBK, the Heartbreak yeah. Kid, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that's from like 96, dude. I thought he was like the coolest guy ever. And so I like heard. when I got into stand up, like that kind of like was what my character was based off of, like a like an arrogant, I'm better than you, cocky guy. And uh, you know, obviously I don't look like him at all. He's a sexy boy, so <laughs> just a sexy boy. <laughs> yeah. He's not he's not your boy toy. No. <laughs> 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 I remember like, nah. I remember when he was just breaking off on his own from the from the rockers and I, that's when he started to become HBK and he had he had sensational sherry in his corner and she was going back and forth between him and her real life husband uh, uh, Rick Martel and that was yeah. like, they would fight he's like but no no hit in the face of course of course we don't hit in the face because they were the pretty yeah. guys <laughs> that was yeah so 
<laughs> Such a great gimmick, dude. Always checking themselves they ended up hitting up. each other in the face. They made a real match, but like leading oh, up yeah. to it was like, we're not hitting each other in the face. We're too pretty. We're too pretty for this shit. <laughs> he was the, uh, Shawn Michaels was the first wrestler to sing his own theme song. Was he? Yeah, and it was only because Sherry left him. Because in the beginning, it was, oh, oh, Sean, I think he's cute. It yeah, was yeah, her yeah. singing it originally. And when she left, he was like, well, we're keeping the song. It's over. And he he's also, I think, the only wrestler to never change his theme song mm. as a singles wrestler. Yeah. You know, he had like D-Generation X and everything, but like right. he's had the same thing across the board since day one. Well, there's a couple other uh, other guys who probably had the same thing. Oh, there yeah. was always a, Flair no, because like Rick, to, no, because when he was at the other promotions, he didn't come out to that. Right. Because as a singles guy, when Sean made it, like like even Stone Cold, like he had like what band covered him in like 2000? Disturbed. Yeah, like he had that yeah. version, and then like when he was heel, you know, there's the heel version of songs. Hogan, Real American wasn't his first song. I knew so that like, one. That, that one. That one changed yeah. over when he went to WCW and then back and everything like that. Yeah, but I thought I Hendrix, thought I no. I could have sworn every time I've seen Ric Flair, dun 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 dun. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think because I remember like thinking the same thing with Macho Man with the graduation song. That wasn't always I, the case. No, but it wasn't yeah. always his either. Yeah. No. That Maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought I. I we'll have to fact check that. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. Flair, I'm pretty sure Flair always came out to that song, but I digress. Anyways, <laughs> uh, speaking of wrestling, real quick, uh, uh, you guys going out to uh, Pittsburgh together? Aren't they coming? Aren't, aren't they coming over tomorrow night? Who's Dynamite? coming tomorrow night? AEW. No, no they were week. they were two weeks oh, you ago. Missed it. Oh, you already missed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm buddies with Britt Baker. She she's from Punxsutawney. She went to Pit Dental here. So yeah, she's she hasn't been on TV for a couple months now. No, no, no. So, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure she's. Yeah, gonna, we'll I'm be, sure they're setting up a a, a great comeback for her. She's, she's well, the, the best. And, well, the big rumor is she's the devil right now on AEW. That would so, be an interesting spin. Yeah, that's like what everyone on the dirt sheets are saying. Now, I don't know anything because she won't tell me shit ever. Like, <laughs> I will beg and beg and beg, and then she'll tell me something, and it's completely wrong, which is – and she doesn't know. That's how, like, that's, what, how, that's how they vet the Stooges, bro. That's how they vet the Stooges. <laughs> yeah, but listen, dude. But, Johnny, I'm betting this shit on offshore gambling sites, uh. all right? So <laughs> I'm fucking losing this because she's telling me other shit. Because of Dr. Britt Baker. D. No. D. Well, here's a true story. There was, this was um, uh, five years ago. My friend in WWE, or my friend was dating uh, a female wrestler in WWE, and he would tell me everything that was happening. So I had a bookie in Pittsburgh that was taking all these bets. So you were the reason why everyone was scared to allow betting in wrestling. No, it's <laughs> the reason why people were scared is because there was a guy that bet $56,000 on Brock Lesnar to lose to the undertaker. They took the under, he took the undertaker. He bet almost $60,000 to win $3,500 because it was a huge lock. And because of that, that's why they don't want to do the gambling. Because mm. the guy lost his fucking house 
betting on the Undertaker to go twenty two and out. So my story You're also betting is, on something that, that the outcome is, is decided before they can before they Well you can do that. I know. I don't know why they allow it. They allow you to bet on all that shit. The Grammys you can bet on. I know. You can bet weird. on all this shit. And it's like if something gets how, leaked, how, something gets leaked, how are you keeping that like I don't know. It's over, right. yeah. I've bet on the most random shit ever. I bet on Miss Universe before. Um, and I didn't know what the girls looked like. I just knew a hurricane was going to hit the Philippines. And you always bet on, like, heavy hearts. And I was like, oh, well, they're going to get fucking wiped. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking to a real fucking gambling out of yeah, yeah. Like I was like, Did you win a lot? So like, Did you win a lot? Well, well, listen. So you know how you're watching a game and you're cheering it? Well, I there was no game for me to watch. I'm watching the Weather Channel, watching that gust of wind getting closer to the eyes. I'm like, go, 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 go. Anyways, <laughs> it crushes the Philippines, and Miss Spain won. Uh, so not only did she lose her upset. house, yeah, what the, <laughs> the fuck? Big upset. You don't get this like. Yeah, I this thought she comes like, out of Spain in the fucking beautiful weather, and she still fucking wins. She still wins. <laughs> it was bullshit, dude. <laughs> No miscongeniality here for Matt Light. That's that's for no. sure. <laughs> well, no man, bueno. it's been it's been great getting to know you. I'd love to to have a longer chat with you uh, later down the road. But let's plug your stand up here uh, coming up here one more time. Where do they go to get the tickets? What day is it? What are they going to expect, Matt? Lay it on them. Yeah, man. Uh, if you've never seen me before, it is a once in a lifetime experience until you see me again. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a comedy show like no other, man. There's Crowd work interaction. We get to play games. It's drinking. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can get tickets at AXS.com. Uh, search Matt Light right there. Tickets are available now, December 16th. There's not that many left. Probably by the time we air this, there's going to be like 50 left. So take a look at it. And guys, uh, on social media, you can find me at Matt Light. Perfect. And go find him. Nice. Follow him for all those other times you're going to see him. Brandon, you got That's anything right. to say here before we, before we wrap this up? Yeah, I just have a request. You know? Back during the COVID days, uh, Matt used to do this fun thing where you'd pay him 10 bucks and he would just roast someone and make a nice roast video. Mm. So I'm going to put you on the spot right now, dude. Roast us to send this show home. You want me to roast Johnny as he's dressing an Armenian bookie that I lost all my money on? <laughs> <laughs> complete. It was actually a costume pack that I bought. It came complete with the Casio gold watch. Johnny, you look like you sell hair straighteners at a kiosk mall. Like right now with that fucking outfit. And Brandon, you're just a piece of shit who looks like a shift manager at Hot Topic. So it's very <laughs> Yeah, he's the guy at Hot Topic who's just like, whatever. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they asked him a question. He's like, whatever, fucking kid. Get it's over there. Get fuck away. Love it. Oh, fuck All right, man. man. Well, I appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on for the laughs. Uh, and I uh, hope everyone goes and checks out more Matt Light. And uh, until Tuesday or next time, as always, cheers. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? 
Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>